Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. And in the spotlight today, your pair of denim jeans. Well, some of them anyway. Have you ever thought about the environmental impact or the cost of your favorite pair of jeans? Well, apparently, it takes 2,400 gallons, or in metric, right? It's about 9,000 liters of water just to make a pair of jeans. I had no idea. So when they talk about wash this, wash that, you know, different kind of jeans have different type of wash techniques. I guess they really use... All this water to For wash. That, yeah, and I thought jeans require less washing. <laughs> well, before it gets to you, I, I guess to condition the type of fabric, yeah. there's a lot of water. Yeah, think about involved. all those other clothes that you have in your closet, unworn or worn just once. And Why just are left you looking at me dirty? like that, Melissa? Huh? I did have <laughs> discovered recently that I have 40-something pairs of denim jeans. Almost that times, 50. Okay, almost 50. <laughs> multiply that by 2,400 gallons mm. of water to make mm. one pair. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Anyway, as climate change intensifies around the world, experts are saying it is now critical to rethink how we produce clothes in order to decarbonize mm-hmm. the manufacturing, the apparel manufacturing sector. Well, clearly we need solutions to this and to help us understand what can be done. We'll be speaking with an industry veteran, an expert from the Hong Kong Research Institute of Textiles and Apparel. And to give you a little background, it was set up in 2006. Uh, The institute is aiming to become a center of excellence in R&D in the fashion and textiles industry. And it has one a lot of awards for garment recycling and for its work on a yarn that apparently captures carbon dioxide from the air. Hmm. I won that. Edwin Kay is who we're talking about. Edwin Kay is the CEO of Hong Kong Research Institute of Textile and Apparel, joining us here tonight on Prime Time. Edwin, thanks for your time. So we never thought about this before when we buy so much clothes to be fashionable, but it is hurting the planet. Can you explain this to us, how our clothes are putting the planet in peril? Well, good evening. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Our industry is quite water intensive, as you've just commented uh, earlier, and it's also chemistry intensive. Mm-hmm. And some of the practices are quite energy intensive. So you add all that all of that up, and you see that uh, this industry has a significant carbon footprint, and also is quite energy and it, energy intensive as well as resource intensive. Okay, but what about those brands that market themselves as eco-friendly, like, you know, they use organic cotton and, you know, the green leaf, you know, uh, labels on them. How can consumers who are eco-conscious know if a brand that they are visiting or enjoying could be greenwashing? Right, that's a great question. I I think just like every piece of garment that you see in the store uh, tells you, uh, tries to tell you that, oh, this is beautiful, this will make you look better. I think uh, brands also try to market to, to things that we're concerned about. So certainly there's a lot of effort to come across as, as, uh, as green and, and eco-friendly. The, the solution is to do a lot more uh, research and education. Uh, this is an emerging field. Uh, mm. This is a, uh, a crisis, but it's, uh, it's quite multidisciplined. Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, but but disclosure rules are that that most of this can be discovered. We can we can go to all the information that um, that the brands provide online or on their website and figure out if what they're saying matches up 
what they do. From what you've said, it sounds like there currently isn't any sort of international mark to certify right. that you know right. fashion items that claim to be eco-friendly are indeed eco-friendly, right. like with foods. Yeah, exactly. So there is no nutrition label at the point of sale that that informs you. You know, if you buy item A versus item B. This is what the impact is, and this is how you should make a choice. Okay. Very interesting. Is there a way, though, to make the fashion industry more well environmentally friendly but fashionable at the same time? Because you know trends change every quarter, mm. every season, mm. and it is part of the growth of the right. fashion industry. So, how can we keep changing <laughs> trends yeah. and yet still be yeah. <laughs> environmentally? Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't match up for mm. me, anyway. In my Head. Yeah, yeah. Our global consumption of fashion-related goods, clothes, if you will, have been growing uh, um, very rapidly uh, mm-hmm. in the last 20 years. And our use of um, petroleum-based uh, materials, polyester, that's the fastest-growing material that is being used in, to make of our make our clothes. So all these are are a worrying and a concern, and, and certainly. These are not sustainable. One of the, the good news about the, the fashion industry is that if you think about every every piece of consumption that we that we have in this industry is, is discretionary. That you is or true. I will, will will not freeze to death this winter if we don't buy another piece of, of garment, mm. right? Mm. And it's probably truth. Uh, if we announce a <laughs> moratorium that we we are not going to buy clothes for the next ten years, I think we'll be okay. Well, uh, you know, and to be honest, Edwin, in the last uh, two years since the pandemic, I have bought a lot because of weight gain. So I don't know if 10 years is sustainable for a a normal person. So that's not discretionary spending in a way you needed to. Yeah, so it's no longer discretionary spending, right? But you know what got me really, really excited about uh, introduction just now to you is that textile, that fabric that um, your institute or you have come up with that apparently eats carbon from the air. But before I get more excited and ask you more about it, how much water does it use to produce? It it is produced exactly like you would produce a conventional T-shirt. It's a cotton T-shirt. Uh, oh, the material that okay, yeah, yeah, we, okay. we just we just functionalize the the material. In this case. Uh, so the carbon footprint is reduced through it actually just literally just eating up the carbon. So this is half a project. What you were hearing is the first half of this project. Mm-hmm. But the, the the market got so excited about it that it is already in use and in, in, in oh, application. Wow. Oh. The, the project isn't due to finish till 2023. But the, the uh, you're right. It it is it sequesters carbon dioxide. It absorbs carbon dioxide from the ambient environment. So mm. so a t-shirt is about uh, our current uh, estimate is about one third of a tree a day worth of uh, carbon dioxide absorbed. Okay. Um, so if you go through a couple of cycles of this and two or three cycles, it's a carbon neutral product oh. and we have now uh, in in our labs run these t-shirts through uh, almost 100 cycles and it's so it's then it's a carbon negative uh, product did you say it's already in the market in use what happened was that word got out that we have been able to functionalize cotton so that it sequesters co2 and and what we tell people is that yes we can capture the co2 our, the second half of the project is that we want to keep it in a stable, solid form so that, so that it doesn't get back into our environment. Mm. And, and so what we're working mm. on is a way to, to turn that into a solid. So we're working on things like, can we put it in the detergent so that when you wash mm. this T-shirt, 
the carbon dioxide is it comes out in a solid form. It, it's no longer unstable in, in, in our environment. And then that's the, the, the current work that we're on right now. The, what is happening in the marketplace was that a Swedish company heard about this and asked, does this work? And said, yeah, here's the, here's the uh, data about it. And, and they said, well, we're still working on the release. But said, Are there other mechanisms to release it? And said, well, if you heat it up, the CO2 gets released back into oh. the environment. So what they said is, well, can we put it in our greenhouse? That's a great idea because mm. then you can use that in the photosynthesis process. It becomes plant food, if you will, oh. and, and it helps them. So they happen to have a greenhouse in their basement where they grow their, their lettuce and their, uh, their herbs. And so what, what, they, what we've made for them is uniforms for their staff to wear during the day. Oh. And at night, uh, the uniform gets put into their greenhouse where it's uh, slightly heated up and the CO2 is released. Hmm. Fascinating. So, that, so for them, they have a very cool virtuous cycle. Uh, that just that just makes really good use of, of this material. We want to, but not everybody's going to have a greenhouse in their basement. That is true. So. I was just about to say, <laughs> this is dual purpose for people with a greenhouse at home, but for those right. who do not, it might not work so well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we are very close to a chemical mm. solution to sequestering it, so stay tuned. Very exciting. I think what we need is a fabric that, like that that will also cool down our homes and environment at night mm. by producing something cold. I don't know, we're just talking about like cushion this. covers. We, we, actually, <laughs> we are wor- working on a passive cooling material. Perfect. But, but, but this, even this material, if you think about it, it's not for t-shirts. You can put it on any soft material in your home, your mm. curtains, your drapes, your the bed sheets, the amount of CO2 absorbed is about a proportionate to the surface area. So the bigger these sheets are, the more it absorbs. This is very exciting news. Yes, it is. We should talk again when that is ready to be talked about. Edwin, thank you very much for joining us here on Prime Time. Edwin K is the CEO of Hong Kong Research Institute of Textiles and Apparel. Very promising textiles we're talking about here to help alleviate the environmental concerns of the clothes that we wear. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.